we are a proud member of the 143 Podcast Network. Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is Joey Galvez, and welcome to another episode of Interstate Geeks, and I'm here with... Hey, this is Nate, everybody. How you doing? Uh, you know, hey, so it's been a little, it's been a, a, over a week or so since the last time we sat down. Uh, what's been going on with you, man? Uh, just plugging away at work, just doing my thing, uh, uh, making plans for the future, and uh, and uh, just enjoying life. Things awesome. are going well. Awesome. So, as we record this, we're about a day or so away from valentine's day i know this is going to come out a little bit later but um what do you have plans or should i say what did you do (laughs) on valentine's day uh so my my family we like to embrace the concept of love not just romantic love and so we uh last year we as a family we we had a nice dinner together a nice dessert and then we watched uh the uh won't you be my neighbor uh, oh. Fred Rogers documentary. That's uh, so cool. And then this year, um, we're going to do the same thing, except we're going to watch the Tom Hanks movie together. So yes, yeah. That's I mean, awesome. it, I think of of anybody I've ever known uh, to walk on the face of the earth. I mean, he just epitomized what real love is. And, and oh yeah, so, yeah. Uh, actually, back in August, I had the opportunity to go to Pittsburgh for work. And uh, I I drove outside of Pittsburgh. It's about an hour out of Pittsburgh to Latrobe, Pennsylvania, and I visited uh, Mr. Rogers' grave. He's actually buried in a in a mausoleum in uh, in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. It was really really cool going there, and and, uh, I was surprised that the cemetery was as quiet as it was, and and I was able to leave a few little pictures that my kids drew for him and stuff like that. It was really cool. So So, cool. That's got to be a cool experience. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's what Valentine's Day is about uh, for us. Is uh, just you know expressing what love is so, yeah that's awesome how about you yeah so there's a reason why we here on uh, uh, interstate geeks our home is the 143 podcast network it's because we we liked it uh you know because of the 143 mm-hmm. philosophy from mr rogers right yep, yep. and we like to say I, I, since we kind of took it on that uh, i don't know what would you would you call it a mantra sure or, yeah, I, yeah. I, we since we took that on I, I kind of think of it as, hey, we have a natural love for all things geek, yeah, all things uh, pop culture, comics, all this stuff. So uh, that's kind of why we um, took on that name of 143 because we just have a love for just, I mean, life in general, yeah. you know, so. That's yeah. awesome. So some of our hitchhikers may not know what the 143 is. Uh-huh. Do you want to describe that to them? So 143 is I love you, one is I is the the amount of letters in in I, four is the amount of letters in love, and three uh, is Y O U. Unless there's a different meaning. No, no, that's of. exactly it. Yeah. yeah, that was his favorite yeah. number because yeah. yeah, it took one letter to say I and four letters to say love and three letters to say yeah. you. So I, yeah. I just think that's awesome. In yeah. fact, I left him a note from my family. I just put one four three on it and I put it in awesome. the, yep, in the ground next to the mausoleum. That's so, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Super cool. Super cool. Well, you know what? I, I let's jump right into it, guys. We got a great, great show for you guys. We uh just like always, we have some great geek news for you. And then we also have some backseat driver. Uh we're gonna read some comments from our Facebook uh group. And then we also have a game. Uh I'm gonna do another little quiz here. The the quiz is gonna be 
How brave are you? Are you ready for that one? Mate? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be cool. And we got a little bit of uh we're gonna see what's on the horizon for some for some movies and some really great content for you guys. So you ready for this one, Nate? I'm always ready. All right, let's go ahead and hear from our sponsor. Right, we're back. Thanks. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, we appreciate our sponsors here on the show. Um, so, Nate, I think you have the first bit of geek news. Yeah, I think so. So, uh, as we record this, the Oscars were last Sunday, and I know Joey that you don't look very kindly on the Oscars <laughs> and things like that. I, it is it I is mean, noteworthy. It is what uh, it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's funny. I, I in college I took a, a class called Intro to Film. Okay. And the professor was a pretty opinionated guy about, you know, <laughs> what, what movie, what makes a movie good and everything like that. And, mm-hmm. and he said, go look at the $5 bin of DVDs at Walmart. Okay. How many of those movies were best picture winners okay. or nominated for all these awards? What aesthetically or according to a, an academy makes a film good doesn't necessarily mean that it it it's popular or that the popu- okay. the population likes it in general. Yeah. He said you'll never see Back to the Future in the five dollar bin. That's always going to be a special edition DVD, Blu-ray, whatever on the shelf. Yeah. Uh, same with like um, oh, I'm trying to think of some of the examples that he gave. Star that was Wars. like yeah, Star Wars. You yeah. know, um, a lot of the Marvel movies they okay. haven't really won any awards, but it's the most successful film franchise in history. Everybody was up in arms for that. that yeah, one for yeah. Endgame not getting anything. Yeah, right? it got nominated for one and didn't get it. And oh. so, uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's I I believe that the Oscars are incredibly subjective. Oh yeah. And yeah. so, uh, but you know, let's just read off a few of these, and if uh, if you got to see any of them, then let's uh, let's talk about it. Okay, so, let's uh, jump. You know, I didn't watch the Oscars at all. No, that's no, fine. I didn't no. either. I just, I just, I, I, I like to uh, watch all the live tweeting that goes on as it happens. That's more entertaining that's to fun. me. So, uh, did you happen to catch Eminem's performance though at the Oscars? I didn't, I didn't watch anything that so had to do with the Oscars. Go on YouTube. I invite anybody to go and watch it. He got to perform "Lose Yourself" on, oh, on really? the Oscars, and it was cool. It was, was a it? really cool uh, okay. version of it. Um, it was neat to watch the audience reaction. Uh, Gal Gadot. Um, uh, oh gee, I'm trying to think of. It, it, Did he like, do like a country? Like, no, no, no. Version? It was it was his version of it, but it was cool to see people in uh-huh. the audience that would have been in their early to mid to late teens uh-huh. when when Eight Mile came out, reacting to him and singing along and wow. getting into it. Like you could see so much nostalgia on the face of the attendees. So that was really cool. I, I okay. recommend going back and watching that. But uh, so best picture, uh, the winner was Parasite. Uh, I never caught that one. It is the Korean movie. So this was the very first foreign language foreign movie to get Best Picture. Interesting. Uh, so yeah, there's probably a reason why you haven't seen that one yet. So yeah. uh, okay. Uh, best actress was uh, Renee Zellweger for Judy. Oh, that's. I heard that that was a really good movie. Yeah. She did really good in that role. I uh, best actor. I think we knew who was going to take this. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix for oh, Joker. Oh, dude, I yep. didn't even watch it, but I mean it's. I mean, I saw all the buzz around it, though. Yeah. At least uh, yeah. all over social media, you can you can go a day without seeing something about it. Yeah, I personally, I'm a huge uh, uh, Quentin Tarantino fan, and okay. so when yeah. uh, Leonardo DiCaprio didn't win it for Once Upon a Time <laughs> in Hollywood, I was a little disappointed. Oh that, man! But, uh, best director was Bong Joon Ho for Parasite. Okay. Uh, best supporting actress was Laura Dern for Marriage Story. 
Uh, best supporting actor was Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which was very well earned. Uh, that guy was incredible in that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. Uh, best animated feature, Toy Story 4. Yes. Awesome. Uh, I love that movie. I watch it almost every day. Really? Yeah. I. Uh, probably my least favorite of the really of the uh movies. oh yeah. man i yeah. i actually thought it was one of the best ones dude yeah. uh my least favorite number two really yeah wow there's a lot of low uh lulls in there in that okay. movie i do like certain aspects of it but that one scene where you know jesse is reminiscing about her kid yeah I'm just like Snorefest. I mean, really? great, great. I love the the story, but it's just that that moment. Maybe I've seen it too many times. And I'm just like, mm, maybe there's that one point in that movie where and that's the one lowest. I think that maybe they could have done a little bit better. And I get where they were trying to do with it. Uh, but I don't know. We can go into that's oh, a whole yeah, that's yeah. a whole other podcast no, talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've got yeah. I've got personal opinions about Toy Story Four. It's not so much the movie itself. Like it's Pixar's animation. If you compare Toy Story Four to Toy Story One, I mean, it's they've just come leaps and bounds. But uh, the story itself, yeah. I, I I wish that they had ended it at three. I thought three was amazing, and just the idea that Bonnie decides that she doesn't want to play with Woody anymore. I'm like, <laughs> but Andy gave him to you like it just breaks my heart in the beginning of that yeah. movie to watch that happen <laughs> and then uh and then also how woody he sacrifices part of himself that makes him uh-huh. who he is uh and gives it to somebody that feels like they deserve it for no reason other than they just want it uh-huh. i don't i don't particularly care for that message but uh you know other we'll, than that we'll, we'll have to well i think we can do a whole entire episode i on, think so. just on toy I think story so. <laughs> yeah, and my kids were just watching it as I was leaving tonight, That's funny. so I was just yeah. sitting there getting all grumpy about I, it. So. I have a two-year-old who is obsessed with Buzz Lightyear. Oh, yeah. So yeah. he wakes up every morning, buzz, buzz, cause, mm-hmm. and points at the TV because he wants me to turn on any Toy Story movie. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So my boy's the same way, uh, but he is still very much attached to the very first Toy Story movie. Yes, his favorite I, it's one. the best one. Yeah. It's my favorite yeah. one. That's cool. All right. Uh, best animated short, Hair Love. I didn't, I didn't see this one. <laughs> uh, best original screenplay was Parasite. Uh, best adapted screenplay was Jojo Rabbit. Uh, okay. Imaginary Hitler yeah, friend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, best live action short, The Neighbor's Window. Uh, best production design, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I very much agree with that. Okay. Uh, that whole movie, you feel like you're in the late 60s. It's really amazing. Oh, wow. Uh, best costume design was Little Women. Uh how many times have they redone that movie? I don't know. I've heard this one's pretty good, though. Tons. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I didn't even see. know that one came out. Uh, documentary feature, American Factory. Documentary short, uh, learning to skateboard in a war zone if you're a girl. <laughs> what? So, yeah. That's I an mean, interesting title. They they get right to the point with that one, don't they? I guess so. Uh, I wonder if that's what, it, what it's about. Probably. I hope so, because that's very misleading <laughs> if not. Uh, sound editing was Ford versus Ferrari. Okay. Uh, sound mixing was 1917. Uh, best cin- cinematography is 1917, which I would agree with. It's a one shot film. Okay. Uh, best film editing was Ford versus Ferrari. Best visual effects. This is the one that Avengers was nominated for. Okay. Did not win. 1917 won that one. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, best makeup and hairstyling was Bombshell. Uh, best international feature film was Parasite. Uh, best original score was Joker. 
Okay. I yeah. don't know if I agree with that one. Really? You don't think so? Okay. Well, because Star Wars Rise of Skywalker was nominated okay. as well, and you just can't beat John Williams. I, oh, so. yeah. Okay. And then best original song is I'm Gonna Love Me Again from Rocketman. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Cool. So that's, those are all the winners, and uh, uh, that's the Oscars for next year. A lot of those movies are going to yeah. end up in the $5 bin at Walmart. You really, think so? Really oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I think the Tarantino okay. one, it's probably not going to. I've never seen a Tarantino movie okay. in the $5 bin, but, uh, yeah. you know. Super interesting, dude. Yeah. I, I, there we go. I didn't have to watch. I, I'm just, every year I'm just going to not watch the Oscars and just wait for you to tell me the winners. You got it. I'm, <laughs> I'm happy to, I'm happy to report on it. Cause, uh, I could do without that, those few hours. <laughs> <laughs> I could be doing a whole lot of good stuff at home watching Toy lock, Story, Lock and Key or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, oh. We got to talk about that. Yeah. That's not even on any of our lists, I man. I know. I know. Lock and Key came out on Netflix. I haven't had the chance oh, to see it yet. Oh man, I'm terribly sorry. Uh, you you got to check it out, All man. Right. We, we got to like we got to like have a, a binge day or something. Have Sounds our good have to our me. wives like go off and and hang out or something. Yes. I mean, just sit and watch. I'm good with that. Lock and Key Let's or go something. For it. Yep. We got to do that, dude. It's because it's so good. Awesome. I'm excited to see it. I watched I watched like the first three episodes. Really okay. good so far. Great. I'm cool. happy to hear that. I've got something. We talked about it last time on the show. Yes. I am super excited about this. Can you guess what I'm talking about? Are you talking about our good friend Wayne Zielinski? Yes. All right. Oh, so Rick Moranis is confirmed. Look, I'm already I'm I'm peeking the 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 the, the peeking out on the. I, I wish the audio. everybody could see this because because <laughs> Joey's been kind of I I wouldn't say shaking, but he's been uh, he's been uh, I don't know it's hard to describe how how your excitement comes out. It's pretty cool. I'm way excited. Kind of twitchy, I guess. I, I guess so, probably. <laughs> <laughs> because this is my childhood, man. Oh yeah. This is one of those movies that I used to watch all the time, along with like Beetlejuice and stuff yep. like that. That. Like every weekend, and and it was one of those t- like I don't know back in the day like on Fox they would always have like the TV movies like they right. would have they would come on TV and it was always Beetlejuice or Honey I Shrunk the Kids and Superman. Yeah, yeah, always, sounds about right. And I would sit and watch it every single time. I would I was like, dude, dope, gonna sit down and watch this, right? So I'm super excited to to hear that he's coming out of retirement. Yeah. To to reprise his role as Wayne Zielinski. Yeah, man. that'll be exciting. Yeah, my my understanding is uh, it's his son that's going to kind of be the main character. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, anything to get him back into things, um, and and maybe we'll see some stuff because the new uh, Ghostbusters movie is coming out this summer. So yes. maybe uh, we can get some more uh, Rick Moranis in the Ghostbusters oh, franchise again. And we talked about it last time too. Um, Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, yeah. I'd love maybe to see him as a, a character just a, on that. A cameo, yeah. at least, man. Yeah. I mean, we got to like. I mean, come on, three of his. Uh, these these old Rick Moranis movies are coming out and yeah. and and either being rebooted or coming back to life. Uh, we got to see him in there. Sure, and Dave Thomas is still around. Let's do another Strange Brew movie too. I think oh, that'd be awesome. Oh man, that'd be this would be freaking cool, dude. Uh, I'm I'm excited about that, man. Um, I don't know. I I can go on and on about that because. I mean, the only one that I didn't really like, but I still have to watch. I, I guess it could have been one of my guilty pleasure movies is uh, uh, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> that one's great. Yeah. 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 All right, man. Uh, what else you got? Joey, do you have a favorite product jingle just off the top of your head? Um, you, are there any jingles from like the child, your childhood or anything <laughs> that stand out? 
uh, Byman and oh, there's a good one. Yeah, that, <laughs> yep, because that's that George Costanza's way of getting uh, women to remember who he is. Yeah, absolutely. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's a great one. Or uh, you know, Jim Gaffigan always does Hot Pocket. Oh, yeah, so, that, that's a good one. Yeah, I guess so, the same kind of sound there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can you recite for me the Oscar Mayer Wiener song? Um, uh, I want to be an Oscar Mayer Wiener. Yeah. Uh, that Oscar. is what I'd really like there, to be. There you go. There you yeah, go. There yeah. you go. So, uh, I, I'm, I'm, this is bad news actually, but the, uh, <laughs> Oscar Mayer Wienermobile was stopped for a traffic violation in Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, man. This is from, uh, Daniel Uria from UPI. Uh, the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile got off with a warning after committing a traffic violation in Wisconsin. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> uh, the Waukesha County Sheriff's Department shared a photo of officers pulling over the hot dog shaped vehicle after the driver failed to follow the state's move over law. Uh, when a motorist sees a vehicle on the side of the road with its emergency lights flashing, uh, they are required to move out of the lane closest to the vehicle if possible, the department said. If a safe lane change is not possible or the motorist is traveling <laughs> on a two-lane roadway, they are required to slow their vehicle, maintain a safe speed for traffic conditions, and drive at a reduced speed until completely past the vehicle. Uh, Waukesha <laughs> County officer administered a verbal warning to the driver and sent the Wienermobile on its way. <laughs> Uh, have oh, you ever man. have you ever seen a wiener wienermobile before? In person? Not in person. So no, right no. after my son was born, there was one that went to the grocery store in our hometown. Are you and, yeah, me? I took my kids to go see the wienermobile. We got to go kind of like step inside it and That's see. Awesome. It's basically a motorhome. Uh, it's uh, it's got a bunch okay. of seats kind of set up in there. It's on a, like a motorhome chassis and stuff. Oh, cool. My daughter to this yeah. day still has the Oscar Mayer weenie whistle that they gave. Oh, her. that's so awesome! Yeah, yeah it was really cool to see. So uh, my kids or my dogs probably would have like chewed it up. Yeah, it's. I'm surprised she has hung on to it because it's just this little tiny. That's plastic. cool. You got a collector in the making, yeah, right there, man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I've got a hoarder in the making. Oh God. <laughs> Just uh, channel it into like comics or I something, so. man. Uh, Wienermobile drivers, known as hot doggers, navigate the 27-foot-long vehicle throughout the United States and are given extensive behind-the-wheel training before oh, taking the That's vehicle hilarious. on the road. Uh, since the inception of the hot dogger program, we've promoted safety first and ensured all hot doggers are up to date on all rules of the road. Their name, they, they call them hot doggers? Hot doggers, yeah. Oh, man. That's even better. I guess better than wiener drivers, huh? All right. Oh, man. We have reinforced the importance of obeying traffic laws, including the move over law, and will continue to do so to ensure safe roadways for all. Oh, man. So, that's yeah. hilarious. That's, it's just such a tragic story. I guess so. You know, I got another. I got a tragic story. Okay. They're, they're, they're rebooting uh, another movie. And this one's a sad one for me. Is it? Mostly because I hated it. Oh, no. Goonies. Goonies? I, I know everybody's like, what the heck? I'm turning this off now because he said he hates the Goonies. I only hate the Goonies because that one stinking kid that was in Indiana Jones, that loud kid. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my Data. gosh. He was, yes. He always <laughs> got on my nerves. Like, I can't get through that Indiana Jones movie. I could never get through Goonies because of him. I'm just like, nope. Really? Nope. I can't do it. I just can't. I've never seen either. No, I don't think I've ever seen either of those movies all the way through. Wow. I've tried to force myself. Can't do it. Really? But he, we but we got to see uh, Samwise Gamgee and Thanos look for treasure together. <laughs> yeah, can't, <laughs> can't do it, man. Wow, okay. can't do it. I'm I'm 
I can't do it. I can't get through that. That's interesting. I, I get to, I get maybe about halfway and I'm just like, I got to turn it off. I can't, okay. I, this kid is just annoying me. Ugh. But how do you feel about this? They're going to do a, re, a TV series or I don't know if they're going to call it a reboot, but. All right. How do you feel about that? I don't, um, I don't, I, I don't I'm one of the kids that find a lot of nostalgia in the in the Goonies movie. Okay. I'm, I mean, probably, everybody does. Sure. Except for me. I probably watch <laughs> it once or twice a year at least just to, um, you know, yeah. keep up with it and stuff. I, I really enjoyed that movie. Um, and, I, you know, who knows what they're going to do with the series, though. Uh, is it Does it have any details as if it's, like, going to take place in modern I time? I, I don't really think that I, – I don't think they really gave too, too much of a – I think they just talked about how – they could be doing it. Uh, right. Doesn't really. It's. It's. I guess it's still kind of in the early stages. I mean, there could have been more news that came out since I kind of looked this up. Yeah. Uh, since then, but uh, kind of like the Rick Moranis thing when I first noticed it. Um, they were. He was still not sure, and right. then just. I think literally just today it was confirmed that he was going to do it. So um, I, I I still don't know too much about about the about the details. All right. Well, I, I think it'd be kind of cool because Sean Astin isn't up to too much these days. Um, he's been surfing all of the comic cons around the country. And I don't think Corey uh, Feldman is either. Oh he's, boy. Yeah. That guy needs a paycheck. Um, <laughs> he's doing uh he's too busy doing the celebrity boot camp or yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. That guy. I, yeah. That poor guy. Um, and of course, uh, Josh Brolin's doing just fine for himself. So yeah, I don't know go. if he would really yeah. need to be involved or not, but, uh, uh, yeah, I, the kid who who uh, played Chunk, you can't recognize him now. <laughs> he grew up and got thin, and and he's bald now, and everything. You that's if funny. you put his picture next to his childhood picture, you wouldn't. Uh, oh, that's you funny. wouldn't put him t- together. It's really amazing. That's that's super interesting, man. I I mean, great for the everybody who loves the the, the movie, and uh, they might be into this. Uh, if they got data in there. Maybe I won't watch it. Yeah. No. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know. I'll give it a chance. Maybe I'll, I'll convi- it maybe I'll convince you. Maybe, maybe maybe I can talk you into liking it. Maybe. All right. Maybe we'll we'll see. Maybe I'll watch it. I, I you you always got to watch these kind of movies at least once. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Got anything else? Uh. So uh, speaking about nostalgia factor, uh, this is really really cool. Something that I think has been in way overdue. Uh, Rage Against the Machine has announced a 2020 tour. Okay. Uh, they're going to cool. embark on an extensive uh, world trek with support by the band Run the Jewels. Are you familiar with them? No, no. All right. So uh, they, uh, they're a rap group that um, um, can't remember if it was Tom Morello that uh, kind of produced their stuff. Or, okay. Anyways. Uh, so I... They have at, they've at, actually today it was announced that they added some more shows to uh, to their tour, but uh, so a nine year hiatus. So it's been nine years since Rage Against the Machine uh, have performed together. Uh, the extensive tour dates arrive after a the previously announced March warm up shows and festival headlining slots, including Coachella, Boston Calling, and Firefly. Uh, the band will embark on the seven month trek starting March 26th at the Don Haskins Center in El Paso, Texas. Okay. They'll hit major U.S. arenas across the spring and summer, including Chicago's United Air Center on May 19th. On August 10th and 11th, they'll perform two consecutive nights at New York's Madison Square Garden uh, before heading off to England for both the Leeds and Reading Festival. They'll wrap up in Poland on September 10th. Uh, so this one's cool because they're going to be playing in our neighborhood here in Glendale. Oh, yeah? 
Oh, uh, so cool. Yeah, they're going to be up at the Gila River Arena. So oh, that's uh, awesome. All proceeds from that's the... That's a huge... Vi- that's that's, that's where a that, good that's size where, venue. That's where the... Uh, Playing at Gila River. Oh, so where the, where the Coyotes Coyotes. Play. Yeah. I, I yeah. forgot they, na- they changed the name. Yeah. Yeah. So that's... Uh, actually, Pearl Jam is going to be performing there next month, too. So they've got a couple okay. of good concerts coming through. But... Uh, they're going to be playing uh, El Paso, Texas, Las Cruces, New Mexico, which blows my mind because that's a small town. Oh. oh, yeah? I visit there for work a couple times a year, and I don't even know if they have an arena there. Oh, maybe interesting. Maybe at New Mexico State University, maybe. I wonder if that's uh, going to be an outdoor pro- I guess it would show, have to be. I don't know where they're going to play there, but it's cool. And then Glendale, Arizona. So they purposely did three border kind of cities. Oh, uh, yeah. All proceeds from the first three shows in El Paso, Las Cruces, and Glendale will go directly to immigrant rights organizations. In addition, cool. portions from ticketing, volunteering, and donations will be given to several charities throughout the year. So yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's really cool. I I have missed really good protest music. Oh yeah, they've they're they're they've always done really good stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. I I had the opportunity a couple of summers ago to see uh, Prophets of Rage uh, open up for Avenged Sevenfold, and okay. then uh, Avenged Sevenfold singer got throat polyps and they had to cancel the whole tour. Oh man! And I was really disappointed because I'd seen Avenged Sevenfold before, so it wasn't that big of a deal to me to see yeah. them again. I really wanted to see Prophets of Rage, and I was really disappointed about that. So uh, I might just have to sell a kidney on the black market and get some tickets <laughs> to. <laughs> a Rage Against the Machine show. Yeah, because those are probably going to be a lot of money. Well, they're, they're actually, I've been reading, they're doing a lot of stuff to counter scalping. Okay. Uh, and tickets, they're kind of spendy, but not what you would really think they are. So okay. hopefully, okay. you know, they can make it reasonable and uh, I, yeah. can, I can sneak into the arena and check out a show. So, there you go, yeah. man. <laughs> That's pretty cool, man. So I've got something, another another really cool nostalgic movie uh, movie news for me. Okay. Um, something that's probably right up there with uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yes. We've got another one that is reprising their role. Gordon Bombay's coming back. Awesome. You Did you hear about this one? Yes, I did hear about that. Super cool. Again, this is another one that I heard uh, You know, a, a couple of days back, and he was still not uh, sure, very sure, but uh, I, I, either they were kind of just holding back the news or they were just they hadn't it wasn't set in stone yet yeah but now it's official he's coming back to reprise his role as gordon bombay in a disney plus series i think that is really really cool i growing up i i liked hockey when i was a little kid yeah but what actually inspired me to pick up a stick and really start to play hockey were those movies. <laughs> oh man! And uh, and cool. I I found hockey to be a wonderful way for me to express frustrations and and play on a couple of teams, make some really good friendships and stuff. So yeah, those movies were very very important to me. Um, I I was always uh, I liked the first one, but I found the second yeah. one to be I liked the second one better. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. When they were playing against teams across the world. It's kind of funny, though, when you grow into adulthood and you realize <laughs> that Iceland was the best hockey team in the world. You're like, no. <laughs> um, so that's kind of funny. So later on in our Backseat Driver segment, we have a question. What sequel was better than the first yeah, movie? Yeah. Would, you, would that, that be would one be, of your That would be one of my answers. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yep. So do you know uh, what the what this series is going to be about? Uh No. So the series follows a 13-year-old boy who starts his own hockey team with his mother after he is kicked off the junior division Mighty Ducks team. Together, they will recruit uh, their own players and coach in hopes of winning it all. 
Uh, so th- uh, th- that's that's according to the official synopsis. All right. Uh, the series it says the series is going to be a ten episode miniseries. Um, pretty cool. It's directed by uh, a million little things producer Jeff uh, James Griffiths. Okay, so a ten episode miniseries. Yeah. Okay, that that's so, doable. I think that yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So. Who knows? I mean, these the, so little mini series uh, that's kind of cool. And I, I wonder if it's gonna be an ongoing thing or if it's just gonna be just one little mini series and that's they're done with it. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be one of those things where people are gonna be left wanting more. I hope. It, yeah, it's possible, I and hope, then they'll do another mini series. Yeah, yeah, I hope. I hope that it's gonna be something good. Um, sounds like a great story. But it almost sounds like it's been done a little bit. Yeah, it's possible. I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to see. Min, uh, just in the last couple of weeks, I think Disney Plus was kind of emboldened by the rumors of, of uh, users dropping off and stuff like that because they've been uh, announcing stuff like crazy. Yeah, I think they're getting a little scared. But I think they're, they're, people are starting to believe it. Yeah. And they might be a little scared. But, no. I mean, there's no reason to. I mean, come on. I mean, I guess it scared them into... Bumping up the WandaVision yeah. release, so yeah. uh, uh, whatever. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> what else you got? So speaking of Mighty Ducks, uh, do you remember uh, who the goalie was in the uh, in the first three movies? Oh, Goldberg? Yeah. Hey, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Mighty Ducks star Sean Weiss has been arrested oh. and charged with burglary <laughs> under the influence of meth. Oh my gosh! Are you uh, kidding me? Yeah. So, oh all right, God. I'm going to show you this guy's mugshot. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> so I printed this off earlier today, and I went, "This guy looks 85 years old." Oh my gosh! And I just to test my theory, I showed the picture to my seven year old girl, and uh-huh. I said, "How old do you think this man is?" And she looks at him. She goes, "84." Oh wow! And and I said, "He's my age. This is why you oh never ever do meth." That right there. Oh my gosh, that is, is Goldberg from. No, that can't be Goldberg. Yeah, he dude. looks like death. I mean, yeah. that guy. If I had a Deadpool, he would be in position number one right now. He oh is my in gosh. bad shape. Yeah, that's not. So he's his face is really. He's super skinny. His face definitely looks like he's, um, you know, definitely been doing drugs yeah. for quite time. Some yeah. time. He's, I mean, there's missing teeth there. Yeah, he's. Yeah. Uh, uh, people, there's there's a word for that for that they called it sucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, when you're when you're doing drugs like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's he a, he's in bad shape. So bad, uh, bad shape. Yeah. So uh, Sean Weiss, who starred as the hockey goalie Greg Goldberg in the Mighty Ducks movies, has been arrested and charged by police for burglary and for being under the influence of methamphetamine. Oh my uh, gosh. Weiss, who is 41, was arrested by Marysville, California police after he was discovered in a car parked within a local residence garage at about 7 a.m. Sunday morning. Uh, the homeowner in the small northern California city outside of Sacramento had alerted police to an unknown male inside his garage that did not belong there. Police found Weiss filtering through the resident's car. The former child star had apparently gained entry by shattering the passenger window. Officers ordered the male out of the vehicle and took him into custody. Uh, Weiss displayed symptoms of being under the influence of methamphetamine and also admitted that the vehicle he was filtering through was not his. Uh, The report summarized, after further investigation, it was determined that Weiss starred in several movies and television series. Uh, Weiss is being held on $52,500 bail. Wow, wow. That's uh, crazy. 
don't do math, kids. Really don't do <laughs> Moral math. Moral of the story. This, I, I seriously, I look at this poor man and I think he doesn't have much longer to be with us. That he has, it's just a very tragic story. Uh, I don't mean to, uh, to bring the, the mood down, but, uh, just as a reminder <laughs> to everybody, not even once. They're, they're not kidding when they say not even once. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. So. Uh, let's keep bringing the mood down. Are you ready for this I'm one? I'm so ready for this. Oh man! So, have you you remember uh the uh manga uh anime Akira, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Everybody, I dude, I remember watching that uh, in high school all the time, man. This one was all one was one of the staples when we are <laughs> probably doing bad things and and just hanging out with a bunch of bunch of friends and and we just throw this on. It's amazing, right? So I guess um, Taika Waititi was uh, was uh, supposed to uh, direct this movie, and now because he's doing a lot of other things, he may or may not be getting around to it. So this has been put on the background. This one was a huge one because when I heard it, I said, "Oh, this really needs to happen." There's a lot of fan films out there on YouTube that you can look up and that are really good. And it kind of gained some traction for people to say, we really need a live action Akira movie. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, CGI is great now, so we can definitely do this nowadays. I mean, look at the stuff that they've been doing with Endgame and things of that nature. I, I, this is awesome. But now it's been put on the back burner, burner because he's doing uh, Thor Love and Thunder and 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 now it's been set back a couple more years and he went out he literally came out and said you know what uh, it's because of that it's 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 been pushed back another couple of years he said man I, I don't even know what the heck i'm doing in two days i mean yeah. that's just kind of, i think that's kind of his thing of this way of saying i don't know if that's really going to happen now uh and i if i'm Correct me if I'm uh, mistaken here, but I I'm under the impression that Akira's kind of been in production purgatory for quite some time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. There's been multiple many, producers many. and directors attached to it at certain points, and there's a lot of movies like that that you just hear, yeah, they're working on it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a Gambit movie has also been on, you know, off yep. and on for years, and yes. and uh, um, Uncharted is another one that's kind of been in yeah. in that same kind of limbo. I, I, but you kind of have to look at things from his perspective. It's like, do you want to go over and do this multi gazillion dollar Marvel movie? Or do you want to do a somewhat, because of its age now, a somewhat obscure, uh, anime feature? Adaption. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, if someone gave me those two choices, I know which one I would take in a heartbeat. The anime, right? Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. You know me and my anime. Yeah, man, this one was. Ah, I really wanted this one to happen because this. I mean, this it with the right director and the right, uh, you know, screenwriter and script. Uh, and you and the great cast. This could be something, man. Yeah, it could. I I think it has a lot of potential, but um, yeah, it's just it, it when you have a big name director attached to it like that, you got to understand that it's gonna take the back seat if uh, if anything else comes. Oh up, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That's sad, man. All right. All right. Let's move on. Let's, All right. You got anything else that maybe can bring bring us back up? Maybe not because I've got something that's going to bring us down again later. Well, I've got – I actually, this is good news. Um, so are you a Tupac Shakur fan? Um, I, I get – maybe not anymore, but I at one point in my life, 
possibly. Yeah. Right. yeah. So he was one of the celebrities that I remember in my life that I remember when he died and I remember the impact yeah. that it had. Yeah. When I was in junior high, the girl that was in the locker next to me, uh, I believe I was in the ninth grade. She had like all these pictures of dead celebrities hanging up in her locker, like the ones that okay. had died recently. So she had like Kurt Cobain and River Phoenix and Tupac Shakur. So, uh, what if I told you that uh, there is a, a he's gentleman actually alive? He is alive. Oh, All right. What? So Tupac is alive and in New Mexico. <laughs> that new film claims. Oh man! Uh, the rapper died in 1996 after being gunned down on the Las Vegas Strip. But one filmmaker <laughs> disagrees. Uh, this is from Alex Zaragoza from Vice. Uh, since okay. his death in 1996, Tupac Shakur's legacy has has been swirling <laughs> with rumors that he's alive and well in Jamaica, Cuba, in witness protection, <laughs> or as a new documentary suggests, hanging out well within U.S. borders in New Mexico. That's hilarious. Uh, in his new film, Tupac, The Great Escape from UMC, filmmaker Rick Boss, not to be confused with rapper Rick Ross, dramatizes <laughs> exactly how she... What? <laughs> Hold on. Is that for... That's not, what the article not says. Not to be confused. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Uh, dramatizes exactly how Shakur was supposedly removed from the University Medical Center in Las Vegas, where he was taken after being shot four times by an unknown assailant on Las Vegas Boulevard on September 7th, 1996. Unknown assailant. Yes. We know who did it. We know who did it. I'm not going to say it because he might turn around and come get us. Oh, that's a good idea. Uh, while it's long been officially reported that Shakur died six days after the shooting and that some of his cremated remains were rolled into a joint and smoked by <laughs> members of Shakur's rap group, The Outlaws, <laughs> Boss alleges Shakur escaped the hospital and was taken to a Navajo reservation in New Mexico, oh where gosh. he resides under protection to this day. <laughs> Uh, boss claims Shakur was aware of a planned hit when he arrived in Las Vegas, which gave him time to plant a body double oh, in Death man. Row Records' former boss Suge Knight's car. It's that <laughs> body double that was taken to UMC and ostensibly cremated and smoked out by the outlaws. Shakur, he said, was transported via helicopter out of the state. This information, Boss claims, comes from people within Shakur's close circle, including family and friends. Let's oh, just say Mr. Shakur, the family is aware of the movie and they're okay with the title. So that should tell you more or less what's going on. Uh, conspiracy theories surrounding Shakur's death have been discussed for years. It's been theorized that the rapper is living in Cuba. And some photos and video have surfaced online allegedly showing the rapper in the wild. Knight himself <laughs> claims Shakur walked out of the hospital and suggested he could still be alive during an interview with Ice-T and journalist Soledad O'Brien for the special Who Shot Biggie and Tupac? In 2018, oh, Knight's son, Suge Knight Jr., claimed Shakur was hiding in Malaysia. And now, Boss enters the fold, assuring the veracity of his own claims. You can write a fiction, you can write a fiction story, but this is not a fiction. This is facts through certain people I know. Boss said. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is hilarious. <laughs> a dramatized version of Shakur's supposed escape plays out on screen with actor Richard Garcia assuming the role of the rapper. While these allegations could endanger Shakur's safety if he is indeed living peacefully in New Mexico, Boss assured his film would place no real threat to the rapper because FBI agents can't enter tribal land oh without permission from the tribal council. 
This made the Navajo reservation where Shakur was taken the ideal getaway spot. <laughs> Tupac, The Great That's Escape hilarious. from UMC is expected to be released in early 2021. And I will be first in line for tickets, Joey. Oh my gosh. I hope That's you're coming hilarious. with me. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh man. How many different times have has somebody said that they've seen Tupac? I don't man. know, man. It's oh, the weirdest it's too thing. Many. It's it, great. It, I don't understand why that's a thing. That no, he's alive. Why? Why him? I kind of wonder if it's like our generation's version of Elvis, because for a lot yeah. of years there were people that were claiming and still do they that still he's alive do. and everything. Yeah. Uh, there's that scene in Home Alone, just yeah, the first Home Alone movie where there's a gentleman standing behind Catherine O'Hara's uh, character that looks like Elvis. Uh-huh. And they've been using that for years, trying to say that that's proof that Elvis is still alive. So, oh my gosh. Uh, I, I think some people <laughs> just have a hard time believing that people die and, and uh, that yeah. they're no longer with us. So that's, that's kind of funny. <laughs> all right, man. I've got something that is not related to any of this at all. All right. Um, <laughs> I don't, I, there's no way. You don't I, have anything you can tie to Tupac? There's no way that I can segue this uh, <laughs> at all. Uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe because this, this little guy is pretty gangster. All right. Baby Yoda. Oh, yeah. I guess he's pretty gangster. He's got thug life. Sure. You know, in his, you know whatever. Anyway, I don't, that's horrible. Um, <laughs> but have you heard about this? So, you know, everybody is super, super hungry for baby yoda uh anything right you know artwork or or anything that you can get your hands on with baby yoda Mm -hmm. merchandise all because disney plus is holding back the license for any kind of baby yoda anything you know i mean i number one i think it was horrible they're losing a lot of money i mean or is it a good idea you know what i mean is it a horrible idea or is it a good idea because uh, why are they holding back the license? For, I seem to you know think I mean? that there's kind of a Wizard of Oz thing here where there's somebody behind the curtains or some sort of puppet master or yeah. something that has a bigger plan for this. Something, because the only thing that I've seen that they've actually uh, solicited is the is the Funko Pop. Yeah. And yeah, the Funko Pop, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's not as great of a Funko Pop as oh, I really man. wanted to. That's I mean, a shame. It's great. But it's not like a regular Funko Pop that I was, I'm like, I really wanted some, I like it, but I wanted something a little, I want a more Funko Poppy. Yeah. All right. It's, it's, it's on a stand and it's him standing up. Great. But I mean, I, I was, it was, I just wanted something a little bit different than that. Um, It's great. And I would love to still have it in my collection. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But Disney has been coming down hard on Etsy baby yoda listings Mm. so everybody's been trying to get uh you know kind of capitalize on this uh baby yoda craze and and people are creating things because they have this hunger for uh people wanting some of this stuff i i can understand sure because if i can have uh you know i i i make ties and if i had had uh, a friend who can, uh, you know, do draw me up a sketch of Baby Yoda. I would get it printed on some on some fabric and probably make a couple of ties for yeah. me and my boys. Yeah. Um, and maybe I'd sell them. Who knows? Because yeah. I, you know, people would probably want them. Um, but they're coming down hard on these people and they're stopping it right. Like, how do you feel about something like that? I mean, I get it. Because they're licensed property. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, let's say someone took a picture of your kid and started selling T-shirts with that picture on them hey and man, making me, all this money. Give me at least two, two and a half percent. And I'm good. Well, there you go. <laughs> See, they're, they're not even giving Disney that, and you know how Disney loves their money. So they just raised 
Disneyland tickets once again. So, oh, man. Um, so, yeah, A, I think it's... We're never going to Disneyland then. <laughs> it's not going to happen, man. It's That's so horrible, expensive man. anymore. It's over $200 a day now to go to Disneyland. Oh, my gosh. It's cry uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, that's a little bit off topic, but not really. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, the other thing is to think that you could get away with it is a, yeah. a little bit funny to me. Uh, I mean, as you recall, when we started uh, talking about creating this podcast, I had my wife draw up a logo for us uh-huh. that was very similar to the Harley Davidson <laughs> logo. Yeah. And we kind of stopped, and, and it was a cool logo. I oh, loved yeah. it. it. But It came out really cool, yeah. But uh, I remember, uh, you know, you and I kind of at the same time were like, ah, I don't think I want to cease and desist letter from Harley <laughs> Davidson, though. <laughs> right. uh, so, um, I mean... It, it, so there, that's kind of where we're not. I would we're not that popular. Yeah, just saying, we're not that. No, popular. we're not. But but you know, just in case. Uh, but uh, but that's kind of what I'm getting at. Is just yeah. you know, it is somebody else's intellectual property. They have the rights to it, and if you're capitalizing on it, you're essentially breaking the law. So yeah, uh, it's yeah. a shame. I wish Disney would release more more of that stuff. I I seem to think that it's one of two things: either a there is that kind of puppet master back there; they've got bigger plans for Baby Something. Yoda, or b I hope it's awesome. B they didn't think it was going to be as popular as it's been. How could you? Which not, I know, man. I you're know. That's bringing, my that's one that I'm I'm less inclined. You're but, bringing in a freaking Baby Yoda, yeah, man. Come yeah. on. I think, I mean, with this whole, uh, with the whole Disney Plus coming out and not having enough, I mean, they had enough, uh, properties, enough, um, enough, uh, content for people, but it, it, they didn't have enough original stuff popping out right right out of the gate. At least you should have held them over with some Baby Yoda merchandise. Yeah. I mean, come on. (laughs) You know, that's just smart. You know, you're, you're a new characters coming out of this. You had to have known it was going to be huge. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Well, create? Yeah, but it, I don't know. For some reason, I it just seems odd to me because like uh, Babu Frick from the last Star Wars movie. Like uh-huh. I thought he was he wasn't Baby Yoda level cool, but yeah. I, like everybody. Okay, so when I went and saw Star Wars uh, the third time, okay. my boss who is Irish was sitting right next to me. Uh-huh. He has a very strange sense of humor. I've never been able to figure it out on this guy. <laughs> and Babu Frick showed up and he started laughing almost uncontrollably about That's this funny. little character. And so I was like, I'm going to go out and get him a Babu Frick pop, uh, Funko Pop. That's cool. They made one that was only in some weird collector's box in like Czechoslovakia or something like oh, that. Oh, really? But yeah, there, there's wow. no Babu Frick stuff around there. That's interesting. Uh, so I would have thought that, you know, he was the momentary comic relief from that movie. They would have done yeah. something. Yeah. But uh, yeah, nothing nothing yet so super yeah. super weird and who I knows I don't get it. maybe don't they're get it. maybe they're just waiting for some sort of special edition thing who knows so who knows all right that's the last topic that i've got on my list all you right got, you got anything else no that's good i'm good for for now all right i think we can move on to our backseat driver segment right is that where we're at in this that's where we're at all right before that let's have a word from our sponsor did you did you do you know where we're going yes Okay, but are you you didn't ask Siri? Yes, I don't need to. Uh, how do you how do you know where we're going? Because I go here all the time. Uh, okay. Well, the, okay, slow slow down. You're getting no. too close to that car. Jordan, you I know how to drive. I got my license. You barely. But you go into Okay, well, barely. We barely do a lot of things. We got to turn here. No, turn I don't. No, turn, I'm going turn, the other way. No, turn. no. Dad, don't be a backseat driver. All right, guys, welcome to our backseat driver segment. This week, it was my turn 
to pose a question. And that question was again, movie related. Uh, maybe next time we need to come up with something that's not movie related, but you know, this one, I, I had to ask this one because I was actually going to ask you and, uh, just, just, uh, just to, you know, create some conversation between you and I. And I was like, you know, this is a good kind of a topic for, uh, our backseat driver segment. So I threw it on there and I was like, all right. And we got some pretty good. This was our most popular one yet. I, <laughs> I, I couldn't so. believe how many responses. Yeah, we got, we got tons of them. So my question that I posed was, can you name a sequel that was extremely better than the original? And I, I kind of told everybody, don't, don't say Star Wars <laughs> because that's just, that's too, that's too easy, right? Um, do you want to read some of these first ones here? Uh, sure. So our friend Jeff McCain asked, does Captain America Winter Soldier count? Uh, you know, yeah, sure, I mean, why not? Yeah, yeah, it's a well, sequel, yeah, technically. Yeah. As and, long as it's not the original. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, and then Brady uh, Thompson, my friend Brady Thompson, uh, chimed in right after that and said, yeah, but he likes Civil War even better. Okay. So, yeah. uh, cool. let's see, Terminator 2. Uh, Brian Wayne said Terminator 2 is the low-hanging fruit. <laughs> uh, that's very true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, again, Brady Thompson said Spider-Man 2, which I would I 100% okay. agree with. Okay, uh, yeah. Yeah, Doc Ock was amazing in that one. Yeah. We got this one twice and I don't agree with it. Which one? Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Use. Oh, yeah. I don't think I agree with that one. Either. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. hey, more power to you because, I mean, I do believe that them bringing Kino into it kind of elevated the movie a little bit. I understand where they're, they're get going with that. Yeah. Because he did elevate the movie and you needed another kind of Casey Jones type of character um, because obviously Casey Jones wasn't in this one. Right. So I, I guess you, I, 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 you needed somebody to fill that shoes and he did a very well job. I like it also because he was in the suit. Exactly. In the first, in the first one. In the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so was, uh, he was Donatello. I, I think believe? so. Yeah. He was actually in the suit. Uh, so I, I think it was really cool that they actually brought him into there and, and we actually saw him actually act very well. Yeah. Was, so yeah. And he's done things since too. Yeah. He's, uh, he's been in a, a few good movies. So yeah. So I can understand, um, uh, where they, where they came with that one. Um, but I love the original the best. Yeah. It, it, probably because it kind of paralleled a lot of uh, the comic books. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's think, a little darker, a little grittier. Yeah. Um, they go to the farmhouse just like they did yeah. do in the comic books. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think it, I think it. That's probably why I like the first one a whole lot because it parallels the comic books a whole lot. Yep. Yep. Uh, my sister said Karate Kid two, again. Okay. 100% agree with okay. that. Okay. That was a, a wonderful, wonderful uh, sequel. Cool. What else you got over there, Joey? Uh, we got Brandon Cole said Tron. Uh, he, he, you know, Tron, Superman, Harry Potter, Avengers. But he says absolute fir- uh, fantastic first movies, uh, but with better sequels. I think I agree with that. Tron Legacy. I mean, Tron was good, but I mean, I watched, I recently watched Tron with my nine-year-old. I I I was like, hey, you gotta check this, these movies out. So the, the first Tron, we watched both of them. Yeah, we watched okay. the first Tron, and the, I said we have to start with this one first. And you were able to get him to pay attention. Uh no. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, and that's where I'm getting at. He he paid attention more to the second yeah. one than he did the first one. Yeah. So I I completely agree with with uh with Brandon's uh choices there. And then we've got Holly Burns. She says, living with the toddler. Uh, living in Toddlerland over here, the three-year-old has had Toy Story 2 on repeat for the last few weeks. We talked about yep. Toy Story 2. Yeah. Uh, I said that that was my least favorite. 
I think uh, number one and number three are probably my 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 favorite Toy Stories. I think number three is probably one of the better ones uh, for me uh, out of the first three. That was the first Pixar movie that brought me to tears. Okay, yeah. The yeah. the scene where they just accept that they're about to be incinerated. Oh yeah, and they all yes, hold hands. That one. Yeah. That yep. one definitely that, that, tugs on the heartstrings yep. there. And then, and then at the end, the so long partner. Oh, yeah. gosh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Breaks my heart. You know what? Toy Story 4 did that again to us. They tugged on our heartstrings when, you know, when Woody decides to stay with Bo, Bo yeah. Peep, and, and, you know, they have that to infinity and beyond moment. Yeah. Dude, I yeah. almost, like, I almost freaking started crying, dude. <laughs> like, I'm not even playing. I was like, dude, Woody can't be a lost toy. What the heck, man? <laughs> Like, I can't believe that. <laughs> okay, what else we got? Let's um, see. Mark Fritz Jr. says Shrek 2. I would agree with that one. Yeah, They took like it to one. another level on that one. Yeah, I like that one a whole lot. Uh, Russell Standage says uh, Ace Ventura. So Pet Detective was the first one, so I'm assuming he's referring uh, to When Nature Calls. Yes, I think that one was, was the number one was great, but When Nature Calls was a pretty good one. I like that <laughs> <All> one. <right. laughs> um, he, also, he also said Hotel Transvania 2. I saw I, the first one and didn't care enough to see the second <laughs> one. <laughs> okay, this is one that I do not agree with. Uh, Andrea Campbell says Grease Two, uh, a lot funnier than the first. She says no. I'm I'm going to tell you right now. I haven't seen either one of them. <laughs> oh my god! So I'm just going to take your word for you, it. You you have not lived if you haven't seen Grease. Then I have not <laughs> lived because I don't even have a remote interest in watching them. <laughs> All right, man. That's another one that was on like every weekend on, okay. on TV. Right. And so I mean, it's I don't know. It's it's whatever. Maybe <laughs> maybe I'm like maybe I'm. Everybody's gonna be taking my uh my geek card for saying that I like Grease. <laughs> but yeah, Grease Two. Nope. Interesting. That you know what? Honestly, Grease Two was one of those movies that I like. Even even when I was younger, uh, watching it. That was probably the first time that I could ever think that of that I actually had an opinion uh, about not liking a, a, a sequel. Wow. And I was okay. like, you know what? I hate this movie. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, I don't remember ever thinking about that about any movie. And like I said, I've told you, I'm not the greatest critic when it comes to movies. Yeah, so if <laughs> you like don't everything. like it, it's really bad. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Jerry Green, oh, he had such a good one here. Yes. Um. He said, uh, Road Warrior had a spark, uh, uh, mad that Mad Max didn't. Yes. I yep. think, I think I, I, I think I have to agree with that. I mean, I liked both of them a lot. Uh, I liked Mad Max. I mean, I really like Mad Max mm-hmm. a lot. Um, but the one that I remember most is Road Warrior. Yeah. Yeah. Mad Max didn't have the post apocalyptic feel that Road Warrior had. Yeah. It, and, and I, I liked that about it. I, it, it, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of like the first episode of The Walking Dead <laughs> when it's like you, it's almost on the verge of, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, uh, so I thought it was really cool and I was like, I liked it a whole lot because it wasn't, it was like almost like post-apocalyptic, but like it was almost to that point where, so, you know, something is in the background that's happening. That's that you're getting to that post-apocalyptic right. world and that long highway scene of that baby, mm-hmm. oh, that would make. And I told Jerry, I was like, you know, that long highway scene there would would make me go freaking Mad Max too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, let's well. see, Jonathan Rourke listed off about 
20 of them here. Uh, <laughs> Aliens, Evil Dead, uh, let's see, Hellboy 2, uh, Star Trek, The Wrath of Khan, okay. Star Wars Empire Strikes Back, which you had forbidden, <laughs> uh, and then Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got uh, Gary Rickleman said Paddington Rescuers Down Under, so... He may he must be talking about Paddington too. You know, I saw the first one, and it was the same guy that did the first couple of Harry Potter movies, and it was uh, it was, it was pretty, good. They were pretty good. I recall because the uh, the author that wrote Paddington died not uh, too long ago. It's been two or three years, and there I, I'm not sure if you knew this, but at Paddington Station in the UK, they actually have a statue of Paddington. Oh, really? there. And after he died, a bunch of people went to that statue and left little jars of marmalade as a kind of an offering at the statue. So oh, I was very touched wow, by that. Cool. I feel like that was really nice. That's cool. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, and then we got another uh, TMNT secret of the secret use. Secret of the use. I just, I don't, <laughs> I, I'm not following that one. Yeah. So what's yours? So mine, I, I said it on the, on the, in the beginning of it. And I said, um, because probably because it was, you know, in my mind, because we watch it a lot. I've got a two year old and we watch a lot of cartoon mm-hmm. movies. Um, so I think I would have to say Angry Birds too. I, I didn't even see Angry Birds one, so I, yeah, I'm just gonna um, have to take your word on that. Yeah, one. take my word for it, because I think it was. I really like Angry Birds the first one, but Angry Birds two was pretty cool. But I got I got a gripe with it. So when Angry Birds one came out, it was it was huge because Angry Bird the Angry Birds game was the biggest thing. Every mm-hmm. you turn around, you go into the to the grocery store, you're sitting in a doctor's office, you look to your left or you look to your right, you know there's you see somebody playing freaking Angry Birds. You see them just flicking their dang phone and you know they're playing Angry Birds, right? Oh yeah. Nobody's playing Angry Birds anymore. No. No. So Angry Birds 2 just came out recently and <laughs> Um, it's is it really relevant anymore? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kids really aren't playing that anymore. No. And, yeah. So, <laughs> so I mean, but I think it was the better one. Well, good. That that's good to know. <laughs> uh, for me, mine is a sequel that's actually a prequel. Okay. Uh, it is Red Dragon, uh, which was a sequel slash prequel to the Silence of the Lambs movies. Oh. So this okay. is the movie that uh, that uh, shows how Hannibal Lecter got locked up and uh, it tells the, the story of the Tooth Fairy Killer who's played by uh, Ray Fiennes in the movie who does a wonderful wow. job. Uh, Edward Norton plays uh, FBI uh, agent. I, do, I Graham. remember that one. That was yeah. a really good one. Yeah, I I really enjoyed that. I I I know part of it is probably because they put a much more personal feeling on the killer in this one. Okay. Uh, Buffalo Bill. I mean, everybody jokes about the <laughs> puts lotion on its skin and all that stuff. Uh, but Francis Dollarhide, the, uh-huh. the Tooth Fairy Killer. He's you symp you sympathize with this guy. You feel really bad. You they kind of give him a personality and, and okay. roots as to how he became the way he was. I I really liked that about it. And uh, Anthony Hopkins was was great as Hannibal Lecter in it. Yeah. And I, yeah. So yeah, for me it was Red Dragon. Cool man, that's a that's a great choice. I really, I I I got to revisit that movie because I remember watching it, but I can't. It's like one of those movies where you know you've seen it. If you watch it again, you'll remember everything again, yeah, all yeah. over again. My favorite um, death scene in a movie of all time is in Red Dragon. It's when uh, Francis Dollarhide super glues uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman to a wheelchair. Oh. And 
the next morning, uh, this uh, security guard at the at the Tattler, the newspaper that he uh-huh. works for, is yeah. looking out, and here comes this wheelchair coming down the street, and the dude's on fire. It's just er, 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 er. it's this wheelchair <laughs> with a flaming person oh goes gosh. right by. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> You're just laughing about it too. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that's hilarious. All right, man. You got anything else or no? You're no, good? that's it. All right, let's go ahead and move on to our road trip segment. Are we there yet? No! Are we there yet? No! Are we there yet? Uh, You little... All right, let's jump right into our road trip segment. This week, we're going to be doing a little quiz, and it is How Brave Are You? Are you ready for this one, Nate? Yeah, let's do this. So, okay. So, again, we're going to be doing a little score score sheet here. Uh, I'm going to read off the results so um, this is so if you get ten to seventeen, you will be just right. Uh, hmm. <laughs> you have a healthy level of bravery brewing inside of you. You don't go out of your way to exercise bravery, but in the right situation, you will be measured and <laughs> you will surpass. <laughs> These are kind of funny. Uh, eight three eighteen through twenty five. You are overtly brave. You are bold and brave, and pride yourself on helping others. You respect bravery. But at times, you can go out of your way to show off your boldness. Hmm. Tone down the overzealousness, and you will be just right. 23 through 33, play it safe. You are a bit below average in the bravery department and could use a good dose of self-confidence. You love stories of bravery, but you need to trust yourself and your abilities more. You know how valuable you are, so when the time comes, you can step up. 34 uh, that almost feels like it should be a, it should be lower be, it should be between uh overtly and just right i think yeah. that's what i think uh 34 and 41 brave but don't know it uh you uh, you may be brave but you don't know it because your bravery has never been put to the test given the chance you would step up to the plate uh 40 through 42 through 50 self-sacrificing do-gooder hmm. Uh, you are brave in service of the greater good you don't care if you get attention or acknowledgement for the good deeds as long as you do what uh, needs to be done to help as many people as possible all right so that's the goal right to reach that one all right are you ready for this one yeah let's do this who do you look up to a a parent or a family member b members of the armed forces c a personal mentor D, professional athletes, or E, firefighters or police? Well, because of the line of work I'm in, I'm going to have to go with B, right? I knew that one. I knew you were going to do that (laughs) one. (laughs) All right. Go ahead. Okay. So uh, do you need to write these ones down? Yeah. Yeah, All right. So you said B, right? Yep. Number one was B. B gives you five points. Five points. Five points for that one. Okay. All right. What category do most of your fears fall into? Spiders, snakes, creepy crawlings, or in general, uh, is A. B. Violent uh, confrontations. C. Loved ones getting hurt or sick. D. It's not what you fear, but how you respond to the fear that counts. E. Nothing scares me. Nah, let's go with C. C. Loved ones getting hurt or sick. Yes. Okay. So C gives you uh, that was that that gives you one point. One point. All right. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, because I was at the emergency room two nights ago I, with my kid that busted oh his eye open. So that's, I saw the yeah, pictures. That's, that's my crazy. biggest fear because yeah. you'd have no idea how much it costs to take a kid to the emergency room <laughs> these days. I'm, su- right. I'm surprised that financial difficulty wasn't, wasn't listed that's, that's, there because that's, that's the gonna one be I would have gone with. That's going to be letter F. <laughs> okay. Have you ever done anything to... Uh, sorry. Have you ever done anything you consider brave? A, just once. B, all the time. C, no, I tend to play it safe. D, not that I can remember. Or E, a few times. Uh, I guess I'll go with B. B, all the time? Yeah. Okay, so that is number three. B gives you two points. Two points. Okay. Two points. Okay, number four. What is your most frequent nightmare? Being trapped or buried alive? Ooh, that one's scary. Mm. Being helpless when I want to act? C, running from an unknown figure. D, falling from a great height. Or E, my teeth falling out. Uh, I think C, that was the unknown figure running from. Uh, an unknown figure? No, C was running. Yeah, ru- C was running from an unknown. All right, yeah, figure. yeah, that's mine. So number four, you said C. That gives you four points. Four points. Okay, number five. Which of these activities would you like to do, or have you done? A. Donate blood. B. Travel the world. C. Skydiving or bungee jumping. Rock or mountain climbing. Sorry. Or E. None of the above. Uh, I've done all of those except for skydiving, which I would like to do. So you're going to go with C? Yeah. Yeah. So that is number five. C gives you two points. Two points. All right. Okay. Number six. Pick the person you admire most for being brave. A. Martin Luther King Jr. B. Muhammad Ali. C. Mother Teresa. D. Rosa Parks. E. I can't choose one. I. I. Yeah. Th- those are all people I really, really respect. And and. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna go with E. e? No, no. It isn't. It isn't E because I'm a jerk and I don't consider them to be. No, no. Because brave. I don't think so. I think because okay. you can't choose one because they're all great people. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm going with. Uh, e would give you four points. Four points. Okay. Okay. Uh, what is the bravest act listed below in your opinion? A. Rescuing, rescuing someone in danger. B. Protecting your country. I think you're going to choose that one. <laughs> C. Standing up to a bully. D. Taking a stand against injustice. E. Protecting and serving your community and its residents. You know, actually, I'm going to go with standing up to a bully. Okay, C? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, 7C would give you three points. Three points, all right. It takes a lot of guts to do that. It, it really does. Yeah, At least does. if you're Especially in the military. Nowadays. Yeah, if you're in the military, most of the time you've got battle buddies with you. But standing up to a bully, that usually is done by people who are by themselves. So I'm going to okay. go with that. Okay, cool. Uh, all right, we are on number eight. What trait does someone... Uh, who is brave possess a integrity b courage c confidence d honesty or e self-sacrifice let's go integrity on that one a integrity number eight would give you four points okay nine how brave would you rate yourself a average b above average c i need to learn how to be braver D, depends on the situation. E, brave enough. 
I'm going to say D on that one. Depends on the situation. D would give you four points. Okay, last and final question. How do you think the media reflects on people who are brave? A, moderately. B, they pick and choose unfairly. C, I think they are fair. D, the media seems biased. E, they need improvement. Uh, I believe that the media is biased. Biased? Uh, yeah. D, yeah. D gives you four points. Four points. Some of them are fake news. <laughs> All right, let's tally those up. Let's do this. It looks like I got 33. 33. Yeah. You play it safe. You were like right there. If you would have gotten more, you would have been... You would have been uh, brave, but you don't know it. <laughs> so you play it safe. Sir, you are a bit below average in the bravery department. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and could use a good dose of self-confidence. This is so wrong, dude. This is not you at all. Uh, you love stories of bravery, but you need to trust yourself and your abilities more. You know how vul- uh, valuable you are. So when the time comes, you can step up. I think uh, I don't know. This is uh, that's kind of funny. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, at least at least the quiz didn't find that I'm Lord Voldemort, so <laughs> I guess I won't be that offended. Oh man, that's pretty funny. <laughs> so if you guys want to play along with us, I'll go ahead and uh, post up some pictures, and you guys can play along, and you guys can give us your answers and do it honestly, because I, I I have the feeling everybody's going to be like, oh, I'm just going to get a better score I'm than Nate. I'm <laughs> super, I'm super extremely brave. Uh, <laughs> so that was a whole lot of fun, man. So we, we found out that you're below average. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> All right, man. Let's go ahead and see what's on the horizon. Right, so on the horizon, we uh, last episode we we uh, finished up the month of February. So uh, just in the first week of March, on the sixth, we've got Onward coming out, the new Pixar movie. Uh, oh man, Joey, I think we need to go and see this together. I really, I do. think we do, man. I, I have actually already arranged on the evening of the thirteenth to see it in Albuquerque for work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we need to see it before then, so that I know when to leave the theater, <laughs> so that I don't cry in front of the people that I work oh, for. Oh man, yeah, that's so. That's gonna be a good one, man. Because yeah. uh, I, I, we, we, uh, we saw that when we, uh, as the uh, trailer when we went to go see Star Wars. Yeah. And man, it's such a, these Pixar movies that are they they're coming out with lately are really good, man. Oh man, and did you see the one for I think it's called Soul that's coming out later no. this oh, year? Oh, I think I did. Oh my gosh, it's like they, they I would, tug on the heartstrings. They really man. do. Like it's like, hey, you're gonna walk into the theater and watch one of our movies. We're just gonna cut onions and and, uh, and pull your nose hairs <laughs> for a make while. Grown men blubber. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, and then I'm sure that one's going to be the big the big hit of that week. Oh, but yeah, uh, sure. also coming out that week is The Way Back. It's a new Ben Affleck movie. Okay. So uh, I don't know a whole lot about. Why that have one. I heard that before? I don't know. I I actually that was the first time I'd seen anything about it. So. Is this the one that he's uh, directing or something like that? Probably, I can't remember. Probably. <laughs> That's kind of his shtick now. Right. I don't know, but he's been in and out of rehab lately, so who knows? Maybe he didn't. I don't know. <laughs> so what do we got coming out on uh, Blu-ray and digital? So I've got the, some some 
DVD stuff here. So this one, uh, uh, obviously, we got Frozen 2 coming out to Blu-ray on February 25th. Um, uh, we don't need to read the synopsis. You know what? Gonna... Actually, no. I, I, no I'm going to tell no. you right now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I felt like that was a better, a more superior movie to Toy Story 4 and Toy Story 4. Oh, I... you know what? Leave the premises now. <laughs> Leave. I, I took my kids to see that on Thanksgiving Day, and we enjoyed the heck out of that movie. Oh, it was so good. I put really, your, You're going to have to put your geek no, card on the I, table no, right the now. The message of that one was so much better than the message from Toy Story 4. Oh. Really, man? Yes. The message was, you know what? Because there's change in your life that you can't do anything about, and you need to be able to be an adaptive person, and you need to be able to be strong through your tribulations. Okay. And the message of that was so much better than Toy Story 4, which was, oh, you're okay to sacrifice everything that makes you you to somebody (laughs) that doesn't deserve it. That is not the moral of that story whatsoever. (laughs) Just saying. Okay. <laughs> also on the 25th, we got Knives Out coming. Uh, 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 have you seen that one? I a haven't seen that wonderful, one. wonderful movie. I, I love every minute one. of it. So because I haven't seen that one, I, I had to look up the uh, synapses here. Here's the overview. It says uh, Harlan Thrombay, uh, Thrombay, 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 or Thrombay, Thr- yeah. Thrombay uh, spent uh, a lifetime becoming a rich and successful crime novelist. And on his 85th birthday, he invites his extended family to his mansion, hoping to move past their dysfunctional past and bring them together. Uh, things take a turn for the worse uh, when Harlan is found dead during the party, prompting Detective Benoit Blanc uh, to investigate. But will he be able to find the killer when everyone there that day had a reason to do it. So Daniel Craig as ben, Benoit Blanc is Benoit, okay. incredible. Wow. He has a southern gentleman accent that is, he's it sounds like you're being talked to by Foghorn Leghorn. I mean really? he's, yeah, he <laughs> man, the whole cast is amazing. Chris Evans in this yeah. is just there's a big Man. cast on that one. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it cool. is a it is a wonderful movie. It's one of those whodunits that they lead you to believe. It's that almost you've like figured Clue. It out. Yeah, it is. It, so they lead you to believe that you figured it out about twenty thirty minutes into the movie. Okay, but in the end, you're like, oh crap, I screwed that up big time. It's yeah. so good. What was so that? Good. What was that? That Johnny Depp movie where they were on the train? It was very similar to this. Oh, kind Murder of, on the Orient yeah. Express. Oh, yeah. No. Um, no, this one was so much fun. It was Ryan Johnson. He took his money from uh, oh. the Last Jedi and turned around and made this movie with it. And so, really? Yeah. It's just man, it's so good. That's awesome. Yeah, highly recommend it. Super cool. We got another one coming out on on uh, February twenty fifth, uh, which is called Color Out of Space. Have you seen this one? I've not. Uh, it's a Nick Cage movie. Uh, super, super interesting. So here's the snap. So I'll be able to find it at the spinner rack at my oh. local 7-Eleven. <laughs> you stop it right now. <laughs> so this one, uh, follows, uh, Teresa and Nathan Gardner. Uh, they give up, uh, the, the modern city life to live with their two children, uh, L- uh, Lavinia and Benny. On a farm in a rural area of New England, not long after the move, they witness a meteor shower. One of the meteorites hits their front yard, sinks into the ground, and disappears. They don't think much of it, uh, you know, at first. But when weird colors seem to take over the area and adjacent properties, and even space and time start to change around them, as the horror unfolds, the gardeners begin to fear that insidious aliens have chosen Earth for terraforming. Mm. 
dude, this sounds cool to me, man. You'll have to let me know. Oh man, this one sounds freaking cool to me, man. I I I liked it. so that's that's one of the reasons why I pulled it up because I was like, this sounds freaking cool. <laughs> uh, uh, we got another one here um, uh, that I just picked out because these ones I thought these sounded really cool. It's called Dark Waters. When a community begins to suspect a chemical company is polluting their air and water supply, they seek an attorney to help them uh, regain their clean air and water. While many said uh, no to the group, one defense attorney stepped up to take the, on the challenge. The corporate defense attorney was a bit, uh, a bit out of his realm, but decided to take on the case in the uh, interest of the greater good. Mark Ruffalo is in this one. It's really it sounds like a really cool movie. As well. uh, so the premise on this one is identical to a movie that came out in the late '90s called A Civil Action that had John Travolta in it. Same okay. thing, and yeah. a, a community's water supply is getting poisoned by. <laughs> really? You know, it's it's like as you're Same reading thing. the software, it's the identical. Like they yeah, just switched yeah, it up. Yeah, he's the lawyer that ends up getting bankrupted while trying to figure out the corruption of the, maybe, of the chemical plant that uh, is poisoning all these people. Maybe yeah, um, it's well, possible. So we got Mark Relfo and Anne Hathaway, Tim Robbins in this one. All right. So it's got a good yeah. cast. Yeah, great cast. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. Uh, I think even Bill Pullman's in that one too. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's the only three that I kind of interest intrigued my and in intrigued my interest. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh I've got Funko Pops coming out in the month of March. Okay. Uh the Morton Salt Girl is oh. getting a Man, Funko Pop. That's so cool. Yeah. Do you know what back in the day when I when I uh actually was allowed to have tattoos? <laughs> um actually back in the day when I uh, when I, like in high school. Yeah. I always wanted a Morton Salt Girl tattoo. Really? I don't know why. I just, you know, the one when she's holding the salt backwards yeah. and yep. it's, it's yeah, carrying out. it in the rain. Yep. Yeah. I yeah. was like I want that like on my forearm. Oh, see, I always wanted the copper tone girl with the getting her uh, bikini bottoms torn off by a dog. <laughs> uh, on your butt cheek. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who knows? I might already have. Oh, no. I would, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to find that one out. <laughs> uh, let's see. If you're into the anime, uh, Baruto, Naruto Next Generation, uh, a bunch <laughs> okay. of those are coming out. Wow. They've got classic artists coming out. Uh, okay. Leonardo da Vinci and Vincent Van Gogh are getting their oh, own fun, fun club. That's pop. interesting. <laughs> uh, let's see. Disney Cinderella and Dumbo characters are coming out. Okay. Uh, Marvel cool. characters from Black Widow are coming out. Sweet. And they've nice. got a bunch of Venomized characters. Have you seen the oh, Venomized Funko yes. Pops? These things are awesome. Oh, so man. you've got Captain Marvel. Oh, so cool. Uh, Doctor Strange. Oh, man. Green Goblin. Here's my favorite. Groot. Oh, venomized Groot. Venomized Groot. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, Miles Morales, oh, uh, Punisher, Spider-Man, so and... That, so that Miles Morales one, that that's that's uh, going to be a super hot one. Yeah. Um, Because uh, uh, Miles Morales has never been venomized right. or anything. He's yeah. never been... Uh, I think there was a hot book where he... Uh, like venom... I don't know if the symbiote... Uh, he took on the symbiote for a little bit. I can't remember exactly. That was just that was a handful of months back. All right. Super interesting. Hot book. Key uh, key book. So. All right. Cool. Uh, and then you've also got Punisher, Spider Man, and Ultron. I think Ultron oh, is kind of cool too. Yeah. Uh, 
So last month it was characters from Happy Gilmore. This month it's uh, characters from Billy Madison. <laughs> so that's hilarious. That's cool. Uh, characters from DreamWorks Trolls World Tour. Okay. Uh, it Pennywise characters. Oh. Uh, so various uh, Pennywise yeah. uh, Funkos. Uh, characters from Major League. Remember that old Charlie Sheen movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think so. Yeah, we got that. And then the monster from A Quiet Place is coming out in the month of March. I've never seen A Quiet Place. You have I, not seen it? I have not seen it. I got to see it. It's on Amazon Prime. There's no reason why you should. Yeah. Okay. Now, this is one of those movies. It's John, John Krasinski. John Krasinski. He, he is directed it, yeah, it, right? He wrote it, directed it. His wife, Emily Blunt, is yeah. in it with him. Yeah. It's one of those movies you kind of have to forget certain things. Like, don't try to find loopholes in the movie or else you'll <laughs> stop believing okay. the premise of it. Okay. okay. All right. So, yeah, you'll and and you can find the loopholes after you watch it, but enjoy it for what it is the okay. first time, and then uh, and then then find the loopholes, and then you'll kind of laugh at yourself. You go, oh yeah, why didn't they do that? <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So that's uh, all the Funko Pops coming out in the month of March. Sweet. Yeah. I think those those venomized ones are going to be the hot ticket item. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. I've had my eye on the uh, venomized Captain America for quite some time. Yeah, uh, that one's really cool. But I'm interested to see what they do with Groot. I think that is yeah. going to be so cool. Yeah, I don't think I don't think. Uh, so again, like I said, I don't think because uh, Venom and Carnage has uh, has uh, you know merged <laughs> or for lack of better words with a lot of the Marvel characters. Um, but I don't, I don't think he's done that with Miles Morales. Okay. Super interesting. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Uh, I've got some comics coming out, uh, okay. February 26th. I'm very excited about this one. I'm definitely picking it up. Falcon and Winter Soldier number one. Oh, uh, an cool. office of dead government agents, a gifted new killer and two ex Captain Americas. That should be Captain's America, right? <laughs> Anyways, Captain's uh, America. <laughs> when, when, I'm just trying to think of what the, pr- the correct plural of Captain America would be. It would be Captain's America, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. When a dramatic attempt on the life of Bucky Barnes reunites him with Sam Wilson, the two old friends are plunged headlong into a race to uncover the new leader of Hydra before a mass casualty event announces the terror group's resurgence to the world. The clock is ticking. Wow, when are these ones coming out? Uh, the twenty sixth of February. Twenty sixth. Yep. Okay. Cool. And then uh, I, because I know you follow this uh, from DC, Basketful of Heads number five is coming okay. out. Yeah. Uh, I've kind of lost track of that one. Have you? I've got the first couple or the right. first three, but. Uh, so June Branch is the prisoner of a desperate and violent man who wants information, but who's really interrogating who here? June's wits are sharp, but the occult Viking axe she has stashed nearby is even sharper. If only she can talk her way out of the cell she's in and get it back in her hands. Wow. And then one more on the 26th, because I know it's in, on your pull list and because uh-huh. I know you follow it so closely, Red Sonia and Vampirella meet <laughs> Betty and Veronica number nine. No. <laughs> they have too many of those books. I mean, there's people out there who love them. But oh, yeah. Yeah, no. People no, like uh, like Joey Galvez. Yeah, I'm good on that one. <laughs> All right, man, that's pretty cool. Uh, I don't know if you noticed this, but um, do you do you have a Comicsology account? I do. Yep. Have you noticed what they popped up at, uh, as a unlimited book? I have. How recently? 
just within the last few last uh few weeks, month. Okay. Maybe. So lock and key is as you yes. can read lock yes. and key. I, which disappoints me because I purchased all of my lock and keys <laughs> on go. Comixology years ago. So yeah, they do that. Obviously, they do, they put it on unlimited yeah. because they want you to read it yeah. and watch the watch the series. Yeah, right? I experienced so. the uh, the the Alice the uh, Alanis Morissette song. You know, it's like uh, free <laughs> comics after you've already paid for all of them. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I think that's all we got. Right, that's it. All right. Uh, yeah, man. So I've got some more coming out on the fourth of March. Okay, go for it. Yeah. Let's see what so about. this one is cool, and I'm definitely going to get this one as well. Uh, Strange Academy number one. This is okay. from Marvel. Uh, this is essentially the X Men, but it's Doctor Strange. Oh, so right. a sorcerer school for the Marvel Universe. The Marvel Universe has mysteriously changed in such an alarming way that Doctor Strange has done what he's avoided for decades. He's opened a school for young sorcerers. <laughs> Young people from around the world with aptitude in magic have been brought together in New Orleans to study the mystic arts under Strange, Brother Voodoo, the Ancient One, the Scarlet Witch, Magic, Hellstrom, and all your favorite Marvel magicians. But with all the new magical threats, is it too late? Interesting. I didn't and, hear about that one. Yeah, this I I think that'll be really cool. I'm yeah. I, it is. It's like X-Men but with uh, sorcerers. So. Yeah, man. I've been, I've been, you know, it's probably horrible to say this because I've got a podcast about the big two. I've been really falling off of the big two lately, man. <laughs> I've been getting into a whole lot more indie stuff lately, but I was like, Marvel and DC, they're doing great stuff right now. But I've just been more into the indie stuff lately. Yeah. Yeah. I've got an, uh, an indie here from Action Lab Comics. I okay. think I'm going to pick this one up for my daughter because this is right up her alley. Okay. Mr. Beaver number one. All right. Uh, the world's most powerful crime organization, the 12, has managed to evade justice for far too long. And in desperation, the police reach out to the one individual who just might be able to turn things around. Enter Special Agent Mr. Beaver, returning <laughs> to his hometown fresh from the Alpha Academy and itching to take down the dark underbelly after taking care of his own rumbling belly, of course. <laughs> so, uh, so I, is, that, is that what? What's it, the rating on? Is that like a I kid was book? looking for it. I mean, uh-huh. the the cover of it is this cute little beaver in like a detective kind of. I outfit. really hope it's a kid. I hope so. I'm going to look into the rating on it. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah it, it looks. <laughs> it, it well, of course you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover. But right. uh, there, the two covers they've got one and then the variant. Uh, neither of them are sending up any red flags for me so okay. uh, it might be one that my seven-year-old will enjoy we'll find nice. out. nice that's kind of cool yeah and then one more on uh on march the 4th again joey i know you follow it oh my gosh i What's know you be? do uh <laughs> vengeance of vampirella number six. Oh my gosh so Are you kidding me? <laughs> she is joey's absolute favorite do not let him tell no. you otherwise ladies and no gentlemen. i'm good I'm, I'm good on that one <laughs> <laughs> you know what i've got i've got uh, an honorable mention um you know i don't know when we're going to be releasing this episode um but as of today and hopefully it comes out before uh the foc is out on this book i today with one of my other shows that i do uh with my creator buddy we spoke to a creator and uh of this book and, and it's a really good book his name is eric klaus and uh, he, he the, the FOC uh, uh, ends on February 27th. 
got to get out there, go to pull, uh, previews world, put it in your pull box, talk to your, uh, local comic shops and get this book because it's really great. Very similar, very, uh, uh, similar art style to Kevin Eastman type stuff. This gentleman went to the, uh, the Cuber school. Um, great, great artist, really cool down to earth guy. I showed you some of the artwork yeah, on, it, on it, stuff. it blew my mind how much, how reminiscent it was of the old school Ninja Turtle comics. It's yeah, really so, cool. So if you guys like old school Ninja Turtle comics, you guys would love this art style. It's, uh, yeah, go out there and check out Ninjas or Robots. Go check it out. The FOC is on the February 27th. Hit up your comic shops. Get this book. Uh, it's, it's really awesome. I'm about to break this, uh, break this book out and read it tonight, hopefully. So cool. Check it out. Uh, other than that, I don't got anything else. What else you got? What, what was, uh, uh, what was your favorite part of the show tonight, man? Uh, my, uh, my public service announcement about avoiding methamphetamines. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was a little, uh, a little much, man. I was not expecting that, man. Man. Freaking Goldberg. Goldberg. Uh, <laughs> The pudgy Jewish kid is now... What are you doing, man? Man, it's a shame. It really is a shame. So That I, totally I, didn't look like him at all. I hope he can turn his life around. We I should, don't like, know, We man. should put that, like, put that up. <laughs> <laughs> the wall of shame. Oh, oh, man. Put his mug shot up on the, on the, on the group. <laughs> oh, man. All right, man. Nate, I appreciate you coming out and hanging out with me, talking some uh, geek, uh, geek news and all this good stuff with yeah, me, man. Yeah, yeah. Just want to tell everyone on the interstate of life, it's always a good idea to hit the brakes every once in a while. All right, we are coming to a we're coming to a crawl, and it's time to let you guys out because this is your stop. We'll see you guys later. <laughs>